is RAF with Tony Tone and LA. <laughs> Yo, you tuned into RAF Random Attractive Friends. I'm your host, LA, aka the Love Ambassador, on this wonderful Sunday morning. Not gonna lie, pretty tired, but uh, alas, the show must go on. Once again, you can check me out on The Real LA21 on IG. That's The Real LA21. Um, well, you know, time kind of comes for a cheeky little update on how our little blue series is going. So I thought today I'd take you on a wonderful little journey with the one and only J.B. Husso. <laughs> Jamie Hasso is such a really interesting artist, uh, and definitely I'll go check him out on YouTube uh, if you get the chance to. Is <laughs> first of all his get up is just absolutely unbelievable. I mean, from the hats to the clothes to the colours, he was quite the flamboyant uh, performer. He was born Joseph Benjamin Hasso in South Carolina. Uh, the year was 1926, and April 26th was the date. Uh, he was one of well, he was one of seven children. Uh, his family moved to Augusta, Georgia, when he was three years old. His father, Calvin, was a preacher. Joseph and his three brothers and three sisters formed a gospel group, the Global Crowns, singing local churches. Calvin Hutto died in 1949, and the family relocated to Chicago. Hutto served as a draftee in the Korean War in the early 1950s, driving trucks in combat zones. Well, safe to say that the Korean War was utterly brutal, and I don't know if I'd really quite fancy driving a truck. It's interesting in the sense that he shares that similarity of being a retired serviceman with uh, what you could probably argue would be one of his major influences being Elmore James. Um... That's what sort of J.B. Hutto is also known for, is one of, I guess you could call the disciples of Elmore James and the slide guitar. Uh, upon returning back uh, from the old uh, Korean War, he comes into Chicago. He took up drums and played with John Johnny Ferguson and his Twisters. He also played piano before settling in the guitar and performing on the streets with percussionist Eddie Porkchop. <laughs> What a name, Hines. They added Joe Custom on second guitar and started playing club gigs. The harmonica player 
Earring, George Mayweather, joined after sitting with the band. Hutto named his band the Hawks after the wind that blows in Chicago. A recording session in 1954 resulted in the release of two singles by Chance Records, which was an offshoot of the famous Chess Records. A second session later the same year with a band supplemented by the pianist Johnny Jones produced a third single. Listening to JB Hutto is basically strapping yourself into a roller coaster and just going on some epic dipper ride. <laughs> I mean, when you listen to the the energy and the strength that he plays with, it's just like out of this world. And uh, had had many many enjoyable evenings. Uh, just uh, yeah, chilling out. I usually use it as a bit of a hype blues music to uh, you know get me started the day. That's why I'm doing this version uh, after literally just rolling out of bed uh, to wake me up. Later in the 1950s, Hutto became disenchanted with performing and gave it up after a woman broke his guitar over her husband's head. (laughs) I mean, just imagine that for a moment, right? (laughs) It's like you're playing, you put your guitar down, this woman comes up and then basically takes your guitar and smashes it over her husband's head. Well, after that experience, uh, yeah, he uh, he became a bit disenchanted and it took about 11 years off. He worked as a janitor in a funeral home to supplement his income and he returned to the music industry in the mid-1960s with a new version of the Hawks featuring Herman Hustle on bass and Frank Kirkland on drums. His recording career resumed with a session for Vanguard Records released on the compilation album Chicago the Blues Today, followed by albums for Testum and Delmark. The 1968 Delmark album Hawk Squad, which featured Sonny Land Slim on organ and piano and Maurice McIntyre on tenor sax, is regarded as Hutto's best album up to this point. After Howden Dog Taylor died in 1975, Hutto took over Taylor's band, The House Rockers, for a time, and in the late 1970s, he moved to Boston and recruited a new band, The New Hawks, with whom he recorded studio albums for Varick Label. His 1983 Varick album, Slippin' and Sliding, the last of his career later reissued on CD as Rock With Me Tonight, has been described as near perfect.
In the early 1980s, Hatter returned to Illinois, where he was diagnosed with carcinoid cancer. He died in 1983 at the young age of 57 in Harvey. He was interred at Restville Cemetery at Alsip, Illinois. In 1985, the Blues Foundation inducted Hutto into its Hall of Fame. His nephew, Lil Ed Williams of Little Ed and the Blues Imperials, has carried on his legacy, playing and singing in a style close to his uncle's. A mid-1960s Red Montgomery Ward Resoglass airline guitar is often referred to as J.B. Hutto's model. Hutto was not paid an endorser, but he made the guitar famous by appearing with it on the cover of his Slide Winder album. Jack White later became well-known for using the guitar, and the model is today more closely associated with him, although it retains the Hutto name. J.B. Hutto will probably be not known to many, but should be known to more. Uh, I really feel like he had this... It's really like edginess to the play, playing style, and he really kept you captivated on what note he was going to hit next. And all through it, because he had that background in gospel music, he really had that soulful voice. He was uh, the kind of quintessential entertainer, and it would have been interesting in today's day and age with social media and everyone recording and uploading on YouTube to have actually seen uh, him playing in sort of the the Chicago blues clubs and rocking it around and seeing him work the crowd. There is a bit of footage, but there's not much. Um, so we're going to leave you with another gem of his. And, yeah, look, we salute you, J.B. Hutto. It's just an amazing career that you've given us and incredible music. And uh, like I always said, if this show gets one person more listening to the blues music, and in particular J.B. Hutto, then I've done my job. <laughs>